Stand-Up Talk Radio Network. I'm, I'm pretty sure that you have a way harder time getting through life than the average person, Ari. I, I don't know why anybody would listen to this. I know I won't. Ari, your advice single-handedly broke up my marriage. You're an awful person. You're 24 years old. Why would I listen to you? Why would you be giving therapy and advice to people who clearly need it? It doesn't make any sense, Ari. This is a horrible idea. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed, 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 unlicensed therapy with Ari Mendes. You ever been so broke that you pray to God you get into a car accident? <laughs> Just so you can sue somebody? Like, I'm there right now. You know? I, was, uh, I was setting up my bank account online, and they asked you security questions just in case you forget your password. Questions like, what's your father's middle name? What college did you graduate from? Them questions don't apply to me. <laughs> they don't. I need questions like, what's your probation officer's middle name? What year did your father leave your mother? <laughs> How much money do you owe your other banks in overdraft fees? <laughs> the other day, my boy told me, he's like, man, I would kill to get my hands on a new laptop right now. I would kill to get my... I'm like, I don't have much right now. Like, I appreciate the little things in life. Like, I would kill to get my hands on an ironing board. Like, that's what I really need, because nothing says you need to get your life together like ironing your favorite shirt on the floor. <laughs> I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't got to be the richest guy in the world. I just want to have enough money to where I don't got to shop around town for the cheapest chapstick. <laughs> that's, is that, it's about the little things. Like, like, if I could have one superpower, it would be to be able to shrink my car and just put it in my pocket so I'll never have to park again. Do you know what it's like to drive around your apartment for 20 minutes and then get a DUI? <laughs> it sucks. I don't know. It sucks even worse because when I finally do find a good spot, I always hit one of the cars that I'm parking next to, so now I gotta go find another one because I don't have car insurance. You all are obviously a bunch of uh, responsible car owners, and I'm sorry. I just uh, learned that uh, the word crayons is pronounced crayons. <laughs> so uh, it's a good thing. Uh, I'm, not a, I'm not an avid reader, obviously, as you can tell. Like, the only book I've ever read is rapper 50 Cent's Get Rich or Die Trying. <laughs> and just to be clear in the book, the word trying doesn't have a G at the end of it. Trying. It's an Ebonics joke, guys. He told you to, to oversell your laughs if you don't get it, okay? I'm being heckled by some drunk dude, and the crowd isn't playing along with my jokes. This is not going well for me. Hello, and welcome to Unlicensed Therapy with me, Ari Manis. If you're not familiar with the show, 
I have my friends come in, typically comedians, and they talk about their issues, their problems. It's a therapy session, if you will. Now, if you're wondering, Ari, what gives you the right to give therapy? What's your background? It's true. I'm not a licensed therapist. I wasn't a psychology major in college. I'm not even the guy my friends go to for advice. But you know what? I care. Now, today we have my friend Jerron Horton into the studio here at the Comedy Store Podcast Studio. Now, if you're not familiar with Jerron Horton, he's a stand-up comedian. He just did the Bridgetown Comedy Festival. He works at the world-famous Comedy Store, and he does a lot of other fun shows around town. He lives inside of a comedy club. You know, on paper, for, from me, my perspective, he's living a pretty cool life. He's got an, a roof over his head, doesn't work a job right now that isn't in the comedy industry. <laughs> he's living a lot of people's dreams here in Los Angeles, California. So, Jerron, why are you here? Why am I here on unlicensed therapy? Yeah, why, why do you need therapy? What's going on with you? Oh, man, I mean, uh, just got a lot, man. A lot going on. Like what? Uh, trouble in my love life. What happened? You are, you had a girl. You have a girlfriend, right? Yeah, had. Had what? What happened? Why did you guys break up? Uh, just wasn't working, man. I Too think much fighting. Like, like we were at Six Flags. That happiest place on earth. The second happiest place. Second on earth. happiest place on earth. We're like arguing and shit. What were you arguing about? I don't know. Like. She just was in a bad mood. Oh, she was just menstruating. Yeah. Like how 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 are you gonna pout on a roller coaster? <laughs> yeah, it's hard to not <laughs> smile on a roller coaster when you're she free falling. Pout, she was pouting in the in the picture. <laughs> <laughs> like this is the best ride of my my life, and we're going uh, you know through the ride, and it's just amazing. We get to the photo booth. I'm, I, you know, I got having a, the time of my life and she's pouting. I think she was like checking her Instagram or something. <laughs> like, That's so weird. Were you making fun of her for it? Yeah. That day you were like, yeah. you're pouting on a roller coaster. Of course. And then she, of course, was just being defensive. Of course. Yeah. You know, it's tough for women dating uh, comedians, man. You know, well, kind of, you know. Because you're not you really know. a comedian and you don't get no bitches. Whoa. Where is this coming from? I've been with, you know, 10, 11 problem, women. Dog. I'm hostile. 10 or 11. You know, that no, number I've, used to be 12. No, it's 11. No, it was 12, though. I know. And it, now it's 11. It was 12, like, when I first met you. That no. Well, were you there? You were so? you there the other night where someone asked me my number and I said 12 to 13, but then I went and made a list and I could only figure out 11. So I think it's 11. Unless I'm forgetting about someone. You made a list? I have a list of all the girls that I've been special with. You could say. <laughs> that you've been special with? I've had a... What, did you fucking drool on them? <laughs> you know, that we've had an intimate relationship. So, yeah, I'm at 11. Which, you know, to you doesn't sound like a lot. No, but honestly, it is, that's not important, man. What am I, fucking high school? Yeah. I don't yeah. know what your number is. So what was the final fight you guys were having where you know you were just like, you know what, I'm done? When she, when she just texted me apologizing for the way she acted. So she apologized for the way you acted, and you were like, that's okay because we're done. Well, meaning like... 
if you always if someone's always apologizing, saying I'm sorry for something that they did, uh, but they're not like changing the way they behave, you know, their jealousy, their uh, insecurities, and all that shit, then you know, you, if you keep, to, if all they have to do is say, I'm sorry for you to just accept that the way they so act. So this was not the first time she apologized. She kept apologizing. Yeah. And finally you were like, you know what? You keep apologizing. It's not changing. There's only so many apologies I can accept before I have to say time to move on to new, new people. That is true. And that's what happened. Yeah, man. And it's kind of eating you up inside. Uh. Or you're good. I mean. It's not eating me up. And how long ago did the... How, when did you guys break up? When was the official breakup date? On Monday. Monday. And today's Tuesday. <laughs> this is yesterday. Yeah. You guys officially broke up yesterday. Yeah. And have you talked since you broke up? Not in person. Just over text. Phone. Did you break up over in person or over uh, text? Text. Dude, that's cold, man. You broke up with a girl via text. It's not... It kind of not really. Not really. What do you mean, not really? You just said you broke up over text. We broke Why weren't you text? But it wasn't a text that was a breakup text. Okay, okay. Explain one this. Thing led to another. Talking to the microphone and explain this. One thing led to another. <laughs> no. Okay. Yeah. Elaborate on what that means. That what means that, like, one of the things you, I did or said led to another thing that she would say, and then. Why weren't you man enough to meet up with her in person and break up with her in person? Because I didn't want You live I, five I didn't minutes from each other. It. it just happened. It just happened. It just happened. That's tough, man. I had a girl break up with me over Facebook Messenger one time. That is tough because it's always going to be there. <laughs> no, I don't remove the conversation. Oh, but it's going to be in. It's going to be. It's somewhere in the ether, but I've deleted it out of my history. That's all right. All she has to do is send you a period and it'll be right back. <laughs> No, no, no. I delete. If she sends me a period, I'll just see the period. I deleted the conversation. It was the Australian girl. She broke up with me over Facebook Messenger. I haven't told anyone that. You shouldn't have been. (laughs) Really hurt. It hurt. Facebook Messenger. It hurt a lot. I can just imagine you just. It's sad because she didn't even. Well, I guess it's good she didn't see me crying. I performed the night that I got broken up with. And I had a pretty good set. Oh, man, you're a pussy. But yeah, that hurts. I fucking performed on potluck. That's it? true. But yeah, but you don't need, it seems like you don't even really care. I do, man. Well, what would you say to her if she was here right now? The fuck are you doing here? <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll pret- I'm going to pretend to be her. We're going to do a role playing scenario. Jerron, I'm so sorry for the way I behaved. I'm going to change. I'm not going to do that anymore. Please take me back. Please. Please. This is kind of throwing me off because you sound exactly like she does. Say what you would say to her. Please, Jerron. Take me back. No. Why? Because, like, I just made this whole point on fucking audio. And then for me to be a hypocrite and take you back right here. Forget the audio. Just follow your heart. You love me. And I love you. Take me back. We can go make love right now. Sweet, sweet love. <laughs> Please, Sharon, take me back. 
<laughs> you would laugh in her face like that? I just can't imagine. She would never say those things. I just wish this was a video ca- podcast right <laughs> this right on your face. Because I got into character really strongly. Make sweet, sweet love. <laughs> Please, Jerron. I want you. I want you back. No. No, it's done. You're never going to take her back? No, I can't say never. Um, but as of right now, I'm just... What would she need to do to prove to you that she's worthy of you taking her back? If she was listening to this, trying to pick up a tip on how to win you back, what would it be? Do better. <laughs> Just be better. Just do better, man. Got to do better, man. You can't surround yourself with negativity because all that shit does is bring negativity into your life and fucking trying to do comedy is hard enough. I mean, here I am fucking sitting next to you. Okay, why why do you keep insulting me? What's this insecurity coming from? I'm hostile. So just do better. So that's it. it doesn't work. If you're listening, girl out there who Jaron bro- just recently broke your heart via text message, <laughs> just do better. <laughs> you really? I hope I don't get painted to look like a villain in this in this episode of unlicensed therapy no i mean it sounds to me it sounds like it wasn't working out and at least you had the decency to break it off rather than keep something going that you weren't passionate about or cheat on her or something like that yeah no i, I wouldn't cheat on but her. you know you guys live five minutes from each other and you broke up via text it's kind of whack hey you know how i break up with girls sometimes uh you don't break well, up with girls no not girlfriends but like a girl that I'm seeing. You just stop stalking her? <laughs> I, I just stop contacting them completely. So we'll, we'll, they'll see me one night and they'll think everything's going well. And I'll be like, bye, talk someone. to you soon. And yeah, and then I just cut You're off contact. You're fucking Jack Reacher, huh? You just fucking, yeah. you go ghost. And then a year later when I hit them up again because I'm feeling lonely and they'll be like, Ari, you ignored me for weeks. You just completely ignored me. I'll be like, sorry, I was going through some stuff. Yeah, man, that's level one. <laughs> yeah. That's level one. <laughs> Sorry, I was. Still, I just needed to find myself. Glad, glad to see you're still going through high school. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't matured out of that high school phase yet. I can tell by your shoulders in that tank top. We're wearing the same tank top. No, we're not wearing the same. It's very tank similar. Tank. We're wearing. We're both wearing black tank tops, and you're making no. fun of my tank top. No. Yours has Michael. You're yours wearing, has another man you're on wearing it. Mine a doesn't. Tank top that can be reversed into a red tank top. Because yeah, you're that's a cool. Fucking community center, fucking basketball jersey. Yeah, it's awesome. What number were you? Uh, I didn't have a number. Yeah, you didn't have a fucking. I, my number. favorite numbers were two and three. That was the that was the greatest. That's the greatest answer. <laughs> what number? You had the same number every no, year. No, no. I think that's the greatest answer that you, coming from you would make the most sense. What number were you when you played for this basketball team? Oh, they didn't give me a number. Well, there is a number on this jersey, but I didn't have like, oh, I'm this number always. I what were you like? They're like retarded kid that could hit threes or something? No, it was a Jewish basketball league. I was the best on the team. Well, Jewish kids are known to play basketball. Exactly. Right? I, I Here's what happened. Here's my culture. basketball history. I played basketball from like second grade to eighth grade. And up until seventh grade, I was one of the best kids on the team because I was in a Jewish, Jewish league. Eighth grade. I had enough confidence. I joined just a club, regular club league with all religions. Yeah. 
And then I went from being one of the best kids to like bottom half of the team. Mm. So that was when I quit basketball. Do you, uh, you, you know why Jewish people are known to be like pretty good at basketball, right? Are or not? Are. Like Jewish kids like. Because people, they struggle. Well, no. It's, They're it's, poor. It's because um, like a basketball hoop was like the only thing uh, that they could fit inside of a camp. You know, you couldn't get like... Oh, there's a concentration camp joke. Very nice. I didn't say concentration camp, but you can take it however you like. Um, No, did you know that when the NBA first started, it was consisted of a lot of Jewish players? No, I bet because regular ass white people were too busy. Too busy doing what? Busy. What did I tell you before this podcast? Don't try and be funny. I'm not let it happen organically. Uh, Keep that part in, please. (laughs) Keep that in. Don't try to be be funny. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just, I'm just talking to you. All right. I'm talking. I'm having a normal. I have this same conversation with you every time we are hanging. I guess that's true. I'm just talking to you. I suppose that has truth to it, right there. So, do you have like a backup girl in mind that you're going to go to tonight? No. Now that you're single? Comedy is my girl. Comedy? Yeah. Okay, here's a thing I wanted to ask you about. I remember a roast battle. I don't even remember who you were battling now. You won the roast battle, but you were so heated that you still wanted to fight the guy after the roast battle, after you won. (sighs) Who are you battling? I was battling Eric Marino, Eric and, Marino, and I did not want to fight him. Well, it very much looked like you did. It did look like it because y'all saw a, a black person yelling. Okay, so why were you so mad after beating him in a roast battle when the whole point of the battle was to insult each other? I wasn't mad. I was just, I was just turned up. I was hyped. I was excited about the battle. Okay, come on, be honest. You were mad. I, I was there. I, I was mad. there, Sharon. You were not there. just hyped. You were extremely upset. <laughs> I was. It I w- looked to me like you were trying to fight him. No, I wasn't. Weren't people to. holding you back? No, we. They weren't holding me. Back. No one held you back. No. Well, you stormed off. I didn't storm off. I just there was a lot of people in my way, and I needed to get to the back quickly (laughs) (laughs) okay (laughs) so what was so why were you so mad open up no i mean okay does your audience even know what the roast battle is yes they do oh yeah roast battle is a show here at the comedy store every tuesday night where two comedians are chosen to go up against each other and insult basically roast each other so insult each other in a funny manner write jokes about one another well i gotta take you back to when i Signed up for my first roast battle. Okay. Back when I was uh, new at the comedy store, and I had a smile on my face. Mm-hmm. <sighs> <laughs> nah, man. I went against Luke, who also works at the comedy store. He was, he got hired around the same time as I did. And I was like, hey, let's, let's battle each other. We're the new door guys. Let's do it. So I had never, like, watched the roasts just thought that I could just go up there and just write a few jokes that I thought were funny and make fun of Luke and win the battle. Right. Uh, I already chose my, my entrance music. My entrance music was, uh, was, uh, ain't worried about nothing. That was the name of the, the song. Okay. I was very confident and I lost bad. I lost really bad to Luke. Luke beat me. His jokes were great. They were super funny and he destroyed me. And it was just, it was bad. Yeah. 
one of the judges of that battle was Eric Marino. Okay. And throughout the entire battle, he was just, you know, Ripping talking you. shit. Yeah. yeah, just, you know, which is which is what the judges are supposed to do. Yeah. You know, but it just felt bad, you know, to lose like that. Cause, right. Because when I did the roast battle back then, like roast battle wasn't as... Uh, wasn't as popular as friendly. As it wasn't as it wasn't as a uh, popular. It was more like in underground and like right. super inside jokes. Yeah, and fucking like everybody who was in the room knew who was on stage and yeah. knew all their business. Right. So it's like, like uh, you know, when you're losing like when you lose like that in front of like that. Yeah, it's a little that, humiliating. Yeah, it's yeah, it's 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 up. humiliating no matter what, but it's even more humiliating because yeah. everyone in there knows you. Yeah, 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 yeah. So. He's, you know, Eric's ridiculing me, blah, 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 blah. And I was pissed off after that, you know? Yeah. So uh, I was like, I was like pissed off that I lost and I didn't want to do it no more. And then I was like, the only way I can get over this loss is if I got to do it again. Mm -hmm. So I'm I'm, uh, at Sal's or something watching TV and Eric Marino's over there and I just I uh, I was supposed to be going against my boy Demar in the roast battle. Okay, go Demar Randy, Demar Randy, cool dude. We were gonna do it, but then he didn't want to do it at the last minute. So I was Moses texted me, the guy who runs it, and he said, uh, "Well, who do you want to go against?" And I was like, "Fuck it, I'll go against Eric Marino." Yeah. So I prepared for this battle yeah. like it was a real battle, right? Like. Because back then it was if it felt like life or death. Now it's like now it's like it's just a show. People go up there, have fun. People lose all the time. But back then there was only a few people doing it, and it was like fucking. When you lost, you fucking lost, and it sucked. Yeah. And uh, I prepared for this battle like it was life or death. Yeah. I watched like all the Comedy Central roasts. I you know I just really wanted to get this done. You wanted to win very bad. Win very badly. And the night of the battle, I didn't like rest during the day. I just stayed at home and laid on the couch in dark in the dark mm-hmm. for fucking ten hours going over these jokes. Yeah, and how I'm gonna deliver on them and how am I go- how I'm gonna embarrass him? That's yeah. why I, I wanted to him to embarrass him like he embarrassed me. Right. So I had all that built up. Yeah. So when it was when I let it loose on the roast battle, you know what I'm saying? When I let, when I got to let it out, I just was very aggressive in the way I wanted to do it. Right. I did not have a smile on my face. Right. You, it was, it was like, pure business. It was just pure business. I went there for, for, for his head. And then at the end, when he was bitching and whining about losing and, and whatever, and the judges are ridiculing him and he's making his excuses, I said, that's what I was trying to say. You know, that's how, you know, I was just yeah. showing you what, you know, yeah. how hard it is. You think it's hard. Because the whole time he was talking shit yeah. leading up to it, he was talking shit to me on the bat, you know, like yeah. weeks leading up, like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to destroy you. I'm going to, you're going to be so embarrassed. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, blah. yeah. He's like, trying to get in your head. In my head yeah. while I'm preparing for this thing. Because I'm like, yeah. I'm not losing. And I'm thinking, okay, this guy's, you know. Going to bring it. But he's going to bring it. Yeah. And yeah. So. I remember, I remember, at the but the roast battle starts at midnight. I got there at eleven o'clock at night, and I walked by him on the patio, and then I, I walked into his face, and I was like, "One more hour, bitch!" Like I, that's how intense that yeah, I, this I was taking. Yeah, there, it was not friendly at it all. It was not friendly at all. But I like Eric Marino. Yeah, now you guys are cool. We're cool. 
but it wasn't friendly at all then. So when he was making his excuses, I just got a little overexcited. And and on the one of the rules of the roast battle is to hug. But like when I hug, like I'll give you a hug, like I give like a handshake and I'll bring yeah. you in and embrace yeah. you. And that's what I was trying to do with Eric. And they're like, hug him, hug. Like people were making like a big deal. So they made it seem like I didn't want to hug him and be a good sport. And it just, looked like you didn't want to hug him yeah, and be a good it was, sport. It, yeah. it was just what everyone saw, which is why uh, I've better learned to control myself in public because. So where do you think, because you're, you you're known to have a temper and be an angry person. Used to be. So where do you, so you've, you've fixed that now. I fixed it. You're chill now. Yeah. Right. I'm older. I'm two years older. You're older and wiser. Almost two years older. <laughs> You're older and wiser. And life is good now. Life is uh it's better. Won't be good until I'm where I want to be. <clears throat> well, I have some advice for you. What's up? Is in regards to your relationship with your ex girlfriend. Okay. I think that you gave up on the relationship too easy. And I think that you need to work on things with her. And I think that her behavior, well, you may not agree with, you know, she's just insecure because you're out till 2am every night. It's tough. Like you said, it's tough being a comedian and it's tough being with a comedian. And I think you need to, instead of just being like, you know what? Fuck it. You can't hang with me. You're acting immature. You need to sit down and you need to work on it with her and say, these are the problems I have and this is what you need to do to fix it. This is what we need to do to fix it. You and her. Here's the, here's the thing about that is that that's the problem with a lot of uh, people that are in relationships. That's why relationships are so stressful because most people would rather find happiness with someone else then find something that makes them happy. Yeah. Like the same happiness that I get from like doing comedy. Mm-hmm. I'm not even talking about like, like uh, just being on stage. I'm talking about like coming up with material. Yeah. Coming up with something that I think is funny, you know, cre- trying to create a show, like working on it. Yes. Yeah. Just, just the excitement it gets of what this, what this could bring. Right. You know, just the the happiness and the the laughter that it can bring to somebody. Nothing matches that like happiness to me. Nothing. I get that. that like I, I don't know. Like, You're saying that's so much I'm better so than. I'm so desensitized. Yeah. I'm so desensitized from that pleasure I feel from just doing this comedy shit that nothing can even come close to it come close to it so do you think you're so it's like when my happiness is sacrificed and i'm upset and things aren't going well with my comedy and i can't get that feeling then things need to change so because of that do you think you're gonna be single your whole life do you think you're ever gonna get a wife and kids i don't think so you think so you think comedy really is gonna be your wife you're gonna live i think that i'll have i think i'll have relationships I think that I'll be happy with someone, but I don't know. We'll see. Wow. I I feel like that's an issue, right? <laughs> Why do you feel like that's an issue? 
Because the average person, you know, wants to settle down with I'm someone. I'm not average. Yeah, you're saying you you just so you're okay with that. People are different, and and it's you you once you just accept that once you accept that people are different, and some people don't operate like most. Yeah. Then no, I understand that. So so you you don't think that you'll ever settle down with someone for the rest of your life no, and you're okay with that. of course there's a possibility. I mean, I'm 25. Yeah. Like, I could just be thinking like, you know, I could be thinking like some young dude right now, but then I, I might start getting uglier. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. That's the reason that you might settle down with someone. You're like, well, I'm not the way, I'm not pulling the girls I used to pull. So I better find someone to settle down with. It's not even that. It's not even like, like just being with, with, a bunch of women. That's not what like my goal is to be with a bunch of women. It's just my goal is to just be happy. Sounds like you got it all worked out. Just be happy. <laughs> Try to be. All right. Well, I guess this is another episode of unlicensed therapy where I do not have advice. Just going to let the client vent. <laughs> Bend it out. Bend it out. And Jerron has a good head on his shoulders and he figures it out. And he's figured it out. Just be happy, guys. Just be happy. Tune in next week on Unlicensed Therapy where I will interview someone else. You're listening to you listening to unlicensed 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 unlicensed, unlicensed. unlicensed therapy with Ari Manis. Ari Manis. <laughs>